2: Boom, shake, shake, shake the room. Welcome back to Hardcore Listing with Christopher and Stuart. This is episode two of our wicked podcast. Wicked! It was wicked, mate. Our great podcast with Louise McSharry. If you haven't listened to part one, just just what you're doing with your life. Get your priorities straight. This is part two of Louise's top five great things Ireland has brought the world We are getting into the nitty-gritty. We're going three to one here. So thank you for downloading. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Louise, for being such a wonderful guest. And hopefully we've made a new friend there. So next time we're out in Ireland, I think we've already discussed um, our eating plans and what we'll do when when we meet. Thank you to the rest of the Distraction Pieces Network. um, To Scroobius Pip for arranging our trip to Ireland, really. Thanks, mate. Um, Just being genuine there for once. It was a really lovely time with you and Stu. I'm really, really confident that's not how either of you feel because I'm known to be quite cantankerous and I enjoy it. So... I think that's why neither of you have answered any calls since we got back from Ireland. But I'm, I'm staying positive and just thinking that maybe you've just had an accident or something. Um, thanks to the rest of the Distraction Pieces Network 76 and uh, our, our camera gimp, Brad Acton, as he's titled himself on Twitter. Let's plug some shit, shall we? Let's do some pluggies. Um, our live show's coming up. I think it's 10th of November. We're doing a matinee in London. Um, our last live show was sold out. We've just done... A bloody crazy sold-out live show in Dublin, um, which went down a, tri- uh, a, a treat. Come and see us. We're going to have some fun, and it's a, it's during the day on a Saturday, so then we can we can go and do some fun stuff in the evening. You know what else? You, what else do you want? Um, we've got some new uh, t-shirts and artwork coming into Redshift very shortly. What more do you want? What more do you want from us? We can't give you any, any more. Um, I'm going to shut up now. Enjoy this part two with Louise McSharry and top five things Ireland has given to the world. It's a drunken soiree in
3: the Whiffin. Chris and Joe present our core listing, the podcast.
2: We are back. We are back. Welcome back to Hardcore Listening with Chris and Stew, Part Two, with our wonderful guest Louise McSherry. Am I pronouncing that correct?
1: McSherry, yeah.
2: McSherry, yeah. McSherry. Um, in Part One, we covered Part uh, Number Five and Number Four of the the gifts that Ireland have brought into the world. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for you and what they are, but really, you shouldn't be listening to Part Two.
3: First, if you're listening to part two before you listen to part one, you're an idiot. You're an idiot, you fucking talk a to yourself. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So, just go and find another one, go and, go and listen to yeah. um, S Town or whatever, yeah. um, which is really good. Not slagging off S Town, um, yeah. So Wow, shall we, shall we jump straight into it? We've had a little break. We've revitalised ourselves. We've rattled on about the music music for a bit more, haven't we, as well? You
3: just talked about you crying at Coldplay gigs. And Adele. Let's, let's just move on.
2: Let's move swiftly on. <laughs> um, never too big for Never girl. too big for Adele. Good old Stormzy. <laughs> Stormzy.
1: So um, we're at
3: number three, number three. Um, of your countdown of gifts the Island has given the world.
1: Yeah, so number three um, is... Not very commonly known. Um, most people don't know that this thing originates with an Irish yeah. story. Um, but would you believe that Ireland is responsible for tattoos?
2: Wow. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I should know this because this is one thing that I would say is loosely connected to one of my favourite things Ireland brought to the world. But I didn't know. Yeah, it's never come. I've never come across it in my subject. So,
1: the reason that we can lay claim, and, I mean, really, it's just one of us who is responsible for it, but in 1891, an Irish immigrant named Samuel O'Reilly filed the first tattoo machine patent in the US, and um, at the time, it was mostly for, like, circus people and sideshow attractions and stuff Uh like that, and that's how tattoos came to happen originally. The first tattoo Tattoo machine patent came from good old Samuel O'Reilly. Thank you, Samuel. Wow.
3: And so, you're Irish...
1: Related one,
3: mine was your love of Shane Lynch.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: Shane Lynch. He's the best my, one.
2: <laughs> mine was uh, Irish folklore and and um, graphic novels that have been spurred from it. So there's one called Slain. I was talking to Blind Boy about this mm. last night. And so Irish folklore has, has spurred a lot of those storylines and whatnot. And yeah, we, so we are good at tat- stories. A lot of tattooing is involved in a lot of the characters back with when... Um, they were roaming the roaming the land, swinging axes around, basically. Um, so I'm surprised I haven't heard of that. But obviously, yours is tattoo machines. Isn't yeah, it? it's like an advanced. It's the one.
1: modern day tattoo, modern I suppose, day. rather yeah, yeah, than yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. obviously you know tribes across the world have been tattooing course, each other for yeah. centuries. What, what was but the chap's name? Samuel O'Reilly. Samuel
2: O'Reilly, you do also have to answer for some of Stuart's heinous tattoos.
1: Stuart, um, tell us about your tattoos. I can see a what is Chinese is symbol. That, what is, what
3: first, is that, first ill-advised tattoo. That is shocking, isn't it? It's really bad. Can you do? They can do skin grafts now. Yeah, there right? is. I will get it covered up.
1: I was going to say, just get another really cool one.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll it.
1: What do they mean?
3: To enjoy life's allotted span and die a natural death.
1: Sorry, say that again.
3: To enjoy life's allotted span and die a natural death. Uh, young. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like, um, have well, you got in somewhere? I was like it was seventeen. It yeah. just seemed like it was, everyone was having. Chinese letters tattooed, and so I was like, I'll get but I won't get them small. I'll get them massive.
2: Yeah, and yeah, it's just a, your first shit tattoo. I respect it, mate. I respect. The, I, I like the fact that people just go because I, I don't do that. I can't do that. I've been wanting tattoos all my whole life, but my mind changes so much. Yeah, I can't. It's fine to be scared, mate.
3: It's fine to be scared.
2: Whatever is a degree of that, and I respect yeah. the fact that people do it and say fuck it, and I'm, that's a point in time I've got no regrets. I
3: have yeah, so, I, I, ha- I have an Irishman's words on me. Really? Mm-hmm. Well,
2: here we go. Right. Oh God, we're he's now, standing you know, up. Is, we,
1: <laughs> is, we, Where is this we going? We're going to start have no, oh, taking Oh, oh, <laughs> well, there you oh go. very good. But a am Marcy. Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very good. So, yep, yeah, match. Yeah, I don't have any tattoos. Um. yet, but I've always, always like you, I've always wanted one but I don't want a small one like I want, if I'm going to do, see here's my thing if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go massive and then I'm going to want loads of them mm-hmm. so that's why I haven't done it yet because it's not. I'm not gonna mess around. And my husband isn't really into tattoos. So in the early stages of our relationship, I was like, Oh well, I don't want to do anything that'll make my boyfriend not <laughs> yeah. fancy me. And now we have a baby and we're married, and I don't care anymore. Yeah. Um, Fuck him
2: now.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, he's like, he's like, do you? Obviously, but like, yeah, he's yeah. not into yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but we're going to New York, I think, at Easter, and I've found my artist, and I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. Smashing. What's her name in your eyes? Um, oh, God, I can't even think. It's in Bang Bang Tattoo, anyway, in New right. York. And, and she does, um, first of all, I like that it's a woman. Mm-hmm. And she does these really cool, um, I, I really want something floral. What I want is a combination of flowers and Miss Piggy. Okay. Um, because Miss, Miss Piggy is an icon, mm-hmm. and for me, there's a whole like, you she know, owning your man. shit and mm-hmm. like not taking any shit from anyone yeah. else, and a whole like pig body positivity kind mm-hmm. of thing going, going on there. Yeah. Um, and so, she kind of combines um, black and white and colour and flowers and stuff like that in a really beautiful way. So, yeah, I'm so excited because she- I want like both of my arms like a half sleeve. Yeah. I'd like to get it all done in one day. I don't think they'd actually do that, but,
2: um, Takes but really, yeah. It's bloody expensive as well. Yeah, one of our girl mates, Amy Borman, her sleeve tattoo I think is wicked. I always pay her compliments on that. And you know what I get in return? Insults. Insults mm. about my attire, like my bucket, my bucket hats I wear and stuff like that. So fuck you, Amy. Just been really nice to you. And, uh, oh, no, I her, her, her feel like we've really opened a Pandora's away.
1: box
3: here. Yeah. I mean, Amy's generally really lovely to everyone. It's easy, just yeah. the way you carry yourself Chris. I, I, I think
2: it's <laughs> very true. It's very true. Uh, no, she's, Amy gets a lot of shout-outs on this show, doesn't she? She's, uh,
0: she's
2: nice. Yeah, she's nice. So, yeah. I mean, she's criticising. I was going to accept to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My ego. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing. Uh, there's loads of oh, you're you're, you're
3: still scared as well because... Um, my, my, one of my best friends is a tattooist.
1: Oh, really? Um, That's uh, amazing. And, what access?
3: And he, he, he um, was like, someone said like Chris you get a tattoo on a, during the podcast. So was like,
1: That's oh, yeah, a
3: great <laughs> chat. And then one of our listeners was like, "I'll get a pod." Well, a few of our listeners have said like, "We'll get tattoos on on the podcast." Like hardcore, listing tattoos, which I just think, I oh, can't do that to people. Yeah, and. Uh, but um, so we we just agreed that it'd be more fun just to get something towed on you.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, when you say we, I wasn't ju- at this meeting. No, no,
3: no, no, no. But I spoke to Pipper Bay. Oh, he's cool about it as oh, well. He, cool it
2: was, it he was super on, cool. cool on it. On
3: <laughs> <back>. <laughs> uh, so we thought, yeah, it'd be really good to get get you done
2: Nick, because Nick the art, Nick, your mate, great yeah. artist, right? Great tattoos. Love you, Nick, but you're not coming near me with a needle gun and putting a no. bloody shoes face no. on my back.
1: But happen. see the thing is, I think what you said is right, is that like, okay, you've got this these giant Chinese symbols, which are not the current trend for tattoos, no. but it's about a time in your life. Mm, absolutely. Then, you know, you have that memory of your youth and I had a few years of
3: where I thought they looked the shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: But then I think you I think I think sometimes you can with tattoos, now I don't have them, but um yes. But I think you can Love them for a few years, and then you can hate them for a few years, and then you can come around to a, a place where it's like no, to that's it's me, a memory.
3: That's exactly the same as my yeah my Luther Vandross albums, which when I was fourteen, <laughs> they were the greatest things ever, you know. But then when I was sixteen and seventeen, I didn't tell anyone I owned them. But now nah, I can tell everyone I love them again. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like it's part of your life isn't it it's, it's symbolic of a time in your life as yeah. well like, but that's these also... ones I think you'll regret as well though <laughs> oh yeah my children definitely yeah definitely
2: well <laughs> no they're really cool I like those ones what yeah.
3: if they leave you yeah yeah and then well, you're stuck well, with them I'm the quite thing. lucky I've my, my, that's my wife there
1: oh but, wow um, that's ballsy
3: yeah but that's my mum's name so should my, my wife leave me um I've, I've got um I've lucky got you, that's a good uh, name. one yeah. So I'll just get my dad on the other side. I <laughs> think it was
2: strange to pick a partner based on the fact that you could then get a tattoo and like, regret it. Yeah. Well, well don't we they say out.
1: everybody marries their mother or oh, their yeah. father?
2: Yeah, you know? go. So, was that there you it go. Well?
3: so, yeah, they mm. share the same name, right, which is quite strange. Two Carol Whiffins.
1: Is that. And I bet you really considered that when you got that tattoo. Or certainly said to your lad mates, no, it's alright, like if, if it doesn't work out, it's my mum's name.
2: Probably. You definitely Probably. did. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's a bit dark that Carol basically. She didn't even ask. You woke up one day and she branded you. Yeah. <laughs> You're mine now. You're mine now, dude. Oh, it's really weird because she's got tattoos.
3: Mm. Um. And but hasn't had tattoos. Like anymore in maybe the last. Maybe 14, maybe 14 years. Mm-hmm. And doesn't like them. Yeah. Um, oh, her but, own um, ones. No, just doesn't like tattoos, tattoos and in obviously since I had them ones mm. and she had hers thirteen, fourteen years ago, tattoo culture has changed dramatically. Mm. Yeah. you didn't go, you know, anywhere on a hot day, and there would be a nineteen-year-old boy or girl with sleeves of tattoos Puppet. and like mm. you their necks, you know, faces, and and it's huge. You mm. you know, I've gone hot, you know, when you're on holiday now, you rarely walk past anyone that hasn't got. A lot of tattoos, mm. now do you know yeah. what I mean? Anyone that's young is generally
2: There's some fantastic cover. art out there as well mm. for it. I, if I get one done at the moment, currently I want a number tattooed on my face. Now that is going to if any if anything else has changed, it's Roman numerals. If anything's going to change, my opinion on that is certainly if any every all the others have gone oh in retrospect that would have been terrible. Sorry.
1: What are the Roman numerals? Number nine, I right? like
2: the number uh, nine On your here. face. Just here. Yeah. And
1: like under it's just it's bit, like, at the at the under yeah. the edge of your eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would look badass.
2: You see, it would, right? He's f- now, what you got to watch out for here, Lou, is because Stu's got inner turmoil. Stu's thinking, that's a shit idea. That was his first reaction. But then he's <laughs> also thinking no I want Chris to get that I yeah. want him to regret yeah. so his, his story's going to change pretty soon no mate that's really good and in five minutes on I've got that and I'm starting to get anxiety about it it will be going no it's fucking no no you won't mate no, it's terrible
1: well I think you know that you can't get that because you've already said that you change your mind too often so Six it's tattoos. not going to happen but I think it would face. look very I love face yeah. tattoos but a,
3: that, that, if you're indecisive about whether or not to get yeah. a tattoo that's not your first tattoo
2: I am known to be quite a high risk sort of guy. <laughs> so that would like be if you're going to do go bigger, go normal home. Yeah. Exactly, it would be very normal for me to do that and then go, oh no. Literally, as the guy finishes it, <laughs> I go, no. I'm this just is picturing terrible. you it, walking you out the door the, of
1: the tattoo studio weeping. <laughs> can you suck
2: the ink out?
1: Yeah. No, sorry. Uh, I do. I, I I really like face tattoos. Oh, I like tattoos cool. in general.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you
3: know. Wes has got like the hairdresser's got one above his eyebrow, mm. around, hasn't he? Yeah. Like yeah. um I don't know. I'm I'm kinda of weird with with, with with face tattoos. Mm-hmm. I'd like something like glasses. I think that'd look really cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I'd just think like have a bit of a story about it. Is this it, for you know, me? Like, oh you mate, exactly, no, I yeah. I want I want you to shave that off and just have A little moustache like the dude from Sparks. Like, I think tattooed, that would look fucking brilliant on you. Yeah, yeah. Really good, I'll look cool. Shave your eyebrows off and get them tattooed up there so you Mm. permanently look surprised that you knew (laughs) moustache.
2: Or just get Drake. Have you seen the girl who had Drake tattooed? Yeah. Yeah. Bless him. But I think Drake might have paid for her to have that removed. Did he? He met her. And And that's why everyone's in love with Drake. Is One of our buddies, um, Sam... Who um he's also does uh CrossFit runs CrossFit up in um up north Chester Street and he does uh it for me and Pip um and he he's been trying to get us into Drake for ages mm. and um and I'm actually now slowly going okay yeah I get I get it I mm. get it he's he is a talented dude I I'm not that. gonna get Drake tattooed across my face to Yet. start <laughs> I'm gonna have the number nine in mm. numerals and then we'll see where we go then maybe the glasses yeah and then yeah and then Drake. That's yeah. a commitment. Please please we, get,
1: should we get go out to out number two? So number two, um, I mentioned in part one that uh, we were talking about crisps and mm-hmm. I was saying it's a bit of foreshadowing um, for later in the list and we are now at that point. I did not know this actually. I had a pretty firm idea of what I was going to do for my top five but when mm. I found this out, I was like, oh, I, like, it has to go in there. Not only does it have to go in there, it has to go in there like towards the top yeah. because apparently Irish people well, one specific Irish person, invented flavoured crisps. Apparently, this guy, what? Joseph Spud Murphy, is the guy who started Tato, which is a crisp company still wow, yeah. absolutely huge in Ireland. T-A-Y-T-O.
2: T-A-Y-T-O,
1: yeah. Um, like, they... There would be debate in Ireland between, we have two two brands of classic, like your classic, n- none of your gourmet stuff, do you know mm. what I mean? Your classic cheese, none of your yeah, salt and vinegar. Mm. There's King and there's Tato, and you're usually one or the other. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Tato is definitely the most iconic Irish crisp brand. And so this guy who was behind that...
2: Where, where are you? A tato, or are you a King?
1: You... Uh, I'm a King. I like the texture a little bit more. and. I really do, I wouldn't often eat a packet of crisps. Like really, the only time that I'd find myself doing it would be in the pub, where you open up the entire packet on the table so that well, everyone oh, can it's share. The best time. Oh, isn't it? Isn't it? It I've is got the best time. In.
3: I'm, I'm literally welling up.
0: <laughs>
1: oh well, as someone who has a baby, I can tell you it's been a long time yeah. since I've done that, and I, I know sure. I'm going to do it this Christmas, and I I'll just I'll tell you what, right, leave. Lou?
3: We, we will come back in the new year and we will do a oh. top five crisps. Top five um, takeaways and top five biscuits in Ireland. Oh. I think we should do it.
1: I would love it's that. Irish
3: specific. Yeah, 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 yeah like of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I'd love that. But I find, yeah, the king are the ones that you want to open on the table. And yeah. um, equally, in a crisp sandwich, I think king are a better texture. Really? It's got more, it's slightly more dense or something. Yeah. I feel like it's more potato yeah. than the tato. But I, I'd happily eat a packet of tato anyway. I definitely wouldn't eat a packet of Walkers, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It would yeah. be sacrilege That's in this cool. country. We don't take it um, personally. But yeah, so apparently up until this guy, Joseph Spud Murphy, there were only salt crisps. That was it. And then he, he exper- experimented and came up with cheese and onion, barbecue and salt and vinegar. And those are the origins yeah, of the flavored crisps. Barbecue
2: as well. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that would have been coming straight through on, on the first yeah. round. Mm. Um, wow. Thank you, Joseph.
1: Yeah. Now listen, is that true? Who knows? But the internet told me it was, so and it. I'm choosing to believe it. Yeah, that's right. And also, I just really enjoy talking about crisps.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, as you now know, we do. Um, uh, well, if anyone on Twitter disagrees with that, let us know. We oh, want to know. Yeah. Let's get to yeah. the bottom. Open here.
1: to feedback,
2: yeah, always. Well, well, you know, but if not, I mean, Joseph has brought to us two gentlemen here just many hours of joy. Mm. Are
1: you a fan of the like the gourmet upmarket crisps?
2: Really, I I, I can have them, but I I'm all right down. I'm, there's just so many good normal regular crisps, especially from my childhood that still bring that still, same that level of impact and joy.
3: There's ones from Marks and Spencer's in the UK that are um, Prosecco and. Yeah something something and they've got like gold fleck on them. Yeah. I can fuck really off yeah. you know,
1: We would it's call right. that notions. Notions. So notions, um, when somebody like has an idea of themselves above their stature. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, um like a, a prosecco crisp is notions. Like what are you doing buying a prosecco? Mm. Like who do you yeah. think you are? Like yeah. you know, you think you're you're bigger than yourself. Yeah. Like it's a very notionsy crisp. Yeah. And um no, I shit. object. I'm not into gourmet crisps at all.
3: See I am not gonna I'm not counting myself out of this because no. I, I love crisps and then ones that, they, that do bought over. Yeah, they're good. We're really good. Um yeah, I do like occasional new flavours. I mean prosecco with gold leaf and that, no. Just spit trial. Yeah, that's, okay. that's 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 just but, shit. <clears throat> but um yeah, quit quit oh. We could, get, got, we could get I've,
1: this I've,
2: could suddenly yeah. be another
3: eight hours yeah it's, sorry it's, it's, no, no no don't be sorry it's just that that in the turmoil thing you were saying like crisps come out and you said crisp sandwiches as well and then you start talking about opening them up in a pub and like mm. are you alright mate
2: well, you uh, I, I just think bit? it's
3: that I just I'm getting that anxiety about when you open a few bags on a table,
2: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and the salt and vinegar might go on the cheese and onion bag, and then I accidentally pick up one that I didn't really want, or I cross the streams, mm-hmm. and like...
1: Oh, so. I thought you were going to talk about when, because you know when there's like the salt and vinegar bag, and there's the cheese and onion bag,
3: yeah.
1: and one is at one end of the table, and one's at the other, and yeah. you can't get to the flavor that you want? Yeah. That's a problem.
3: No, it's it's not a problem where I come from. We buy more bags.
1: Right, okay, yeah. I see. Well, that's also a solution to the other problem I was going to say, which is when you're sitting at the end of the table where everybody's eating the crisps and then there's still a full bag at the other end of the table where those people are, I don't know, ill or something and they haven't really gone for the crisps. Mentally ill. And you can see, yeah. and you can see them, but you can't get to them. That, for me, I can't continue the conversation. Oh, Lou,
3: you need some greedy friends. Like... We're we're greedy. We would that would never happen with us, would it? Mm. It's not a no, I
2: literally had to pull Stu's hand out of that bag of crisps earlier, so he saved some for me. because yeah. you would have just. Without him. Is that what you mate? Yeah. Well, I respect that.
3: Yeah. I was actually trying to work out how many, how, how much of that bag of crisps I could eat. Because I was watching how many calories I was burning on that treadmill, and I am thinking, that's half that bag. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favourite (coughs) flavor? Cheese and onion.
1: Cheese and onion. Yeah,
2: (coughs) always. I've had, excuse me. Well, because I've had love affairs with over over the years, but it's not a go-to Chris anymore, but yeah.
1: Yeah, no, a king cheese and onion, it's a classic. Yeah. I feel like you don't need the notiony gourmet flavours. Yeah. Like, I mean, if they're in front of me, I'm going to eat them, obviously. But, like, I'd never go crazy. out of my way. No, no but, like, if, if there's... So, say there's, like, um, ooh, um, m- mature Yorkshire cheddar mm. and um, freshly snipped spring onion flavour where there's normal cheese and onion, I'm going to go the normal cheese and onion. I get part. that. I
2: do. I, I do think sometimes it's just a bit too much. It's a bit... You, you just... Try not, it's a bit noisy. Mm. Really. Yeah. If it ain't broke, you don't need fix him. No. Yeah.
0: yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times.
1: So I'm, I'm really happy that we've managed to talk about crisps in crisps, part one and yeah. part two.
2: Yeah. Um, I love probably.
3: the fact we started talking about um, he- <laughs> healthy eating, running marathons, and now we're just <laughs> fucking lost in a world of crisp so what sandwiches. I know. I knew. We <laughs> that <crisp> technique <laughs> the crisp
2: technique, we? But yeah.
1: Oh, God. I, I'm going to have to have a hot chicken roll and a crisp sandwich now tomorrow. <laughs> um, it's, this has not been good for my health... Um, and neither is actually number one on my list, which I'm pretty sure. I mean, I just think that you definitely know what my number one is. Yes, far away. I
3: imagine it's what. Yeah, go on.
2: It's Guinness. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: I mean, how how could it not be?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been struggling to think. How could I not put that? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's just sure. It's not Morrissey.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not Morrissey. Right, yeah, right. yeah. Um, no, it's definitely Guinness. Actually, yeah, hundred percent. Um, Guinness is. I mean, it is so beloved in Ireland that if you ask for a pint in a pub and you don't specify, it's Guinness. You don't have to say that you want Guinness. You just say you want a pint. Yeah. The barman will know. Usually, you like, yeah. you know, if you're in a local. um, Men drink it, women drink it, children drink it. Recently, there was a video that went viral really? here in Ireland. It was uh, a clip from a news report um in the 90s and the, in the background of the news report there was a baby <laughs> drinking a pint of guinness ah. um so then there was like a massive search on for pint baby um <laughs> pint and they found really. pint baby who's oh, really? now a healthy really? adult man yeah strong
2: yeah and he
1: and his mother he's a big lad. um he and his mother <laughs> uh went back to the pub and recreated the moment for uh, like oh, irish for media first, yeah yeah, we we really love Guinness, and, you know, we're very precious about it. Like, you know, if we go to England and there's Guinness in the pub, we might not even drink it because it's not the same. Yeah. We say, like, no matter where you go in the world, you're never going to get the same pint of Guinness that you'll get in Ireland we, abroad. We've heard that. We've heard that. Yeah. I, think I don't know how, how true ride, that is. Well,
2: like, so this is going back a long, long time, but back when I was, like, 16, a friend of mine said that when he used to visit, visit um, when he used to visit Guinness, when he used to visit Ireland, he would the pub they would go to. I can't remember what county this was, but the, they would have just pints all pre-poured under the under the bar. And he said that the head on the Guinness was it was slightly darker. It like had brown flecks, whereas when we were having it over in the UK, it was it had more of a, a, a whiter head on there, and it just didn't taste the same. Don't get me wrong. I don't really have a problem with the UK Guinness. I,
1: um, I have drunk Guinness in the UK mm. and I haven't had any problem with it. Yeah. So I think I think it could be a historical problem yeah. that we just continue to go on about that actually has rectified itself it be, in, it with it's modern like, refrigeration techniques
2: yeah, or whatever. Be, it does affect consistency of beer like beer in cans and, and distance and have stuff you like seen? that. Because we've had a beer expert on we mm. love beer and he's done loads of this on brewing and and so it does affect it when you once you're starting to mass produce or put it or ship it out there's different processes that they do so the stuff that could be local could be you know, a shorter shelf life and they haven't had to put other things in it hence why you've got a slightly different head well even
1: in Dublin though we will um, you'll discuss each bar on its merits on how good the pint is Mm. we often like if we get a pint of Guinness You'll take your, first of all, you don't take a sip. So obviously, just in case there are people who don't know, there's the Guinness pour. So Guinness is poured in two stages. Yeah. You pour two thirds of the glass full, you leave it to settle, then you finish it off and you get that lovely white head. But then you have to wait. You can't drink immediately. Mm. I mean, you can, but like you you don't. Mm. And you have to take a good gulp now, your first sip. And then you have to assess whether or not it is or not a good pint, yeah. um, and you have to say something like, "Oh, it's a lovely pint." Like we, uh, every pint of Guinness is assessed. Well, first pint, you know, because yeah. you don't know. Like I know guys who won't order Guinness in if they know that the keg has just been changed because you don't want the first pint of Guinness out of the keg. Like it's, we're precious about it. Mm. You know what I mean? But and and we're proud of
2: it. Mm. Mm. It's I, I love it. I love it. it and like pouring pints, I mean not just Guinness.
3: I want to talk about pouring a, a pint yeah. of Guinness though because yeah. I saw a new technique um, mm. which got a few things about Guinness and I had my first pint in Dublin last night mm-hmm. and I thought it was amazing um, but I have got a admit, if I have a pint of Guinness in a pub at home I think it's amazing. Mm. Mm. Like, um, I've not had one at home for recently enough to mm. be able to vividly compare the taste yeah. but what I did have was on a holiday a little while ago in the UK was a can of Guinness mm. in a blue can mm-hmm. I believe it's was a blue can, blue can poured into a glass and the glass was sat on top of this steel kind of plate a Guinness plate and then some button was pressed and it went and it literally shot all the gas and brought this pint to life to the point where it had a guinness head and i've never seen Not anything like it wow. um i can't think what i'm gonna have a look on my phone while i use a that's
1: amazing um, yeah. but
3: last night pip had guinness Palau.
1: That
3: um yeah. that's fucking beautiful mm, it yeah it's good. really nice yeah mm.
1: yeah guinness have really struggled to produce other drinks that have been successful mm. um, and it's funny because if you go to other countries around the world like we would often see guinness variations that we yeah. we actually can't get here yeah because irish people just want guinness you know yeah. but they have the, this hop house ale which they've come out with which is is actually quite successful that's, now, that's huge in it. In yeah as well. yeah and it's delicious mm-hmm. um but it's funny you mentioned cans because cans of guinness for a long time people were kind of sniffy Brandable. about cans of right. guinness but cans of guinness have come a long way too and now they have this little um
3: widget
1: yeah and so the way that you pour it um, is, yeah, it's got this little thing rattling around mm-hmm. in it basically, which helps with the pour. Um, So we would put the can into the actual pine yeah, glass yeah, and then slowly lift it Easy, out, yeah. which I don't know any other can of B- beer that's poured
3: that way. Boddington's. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Boddington's do that. I don't know um, about that. Because it was a massive marketing campaign when um, I think it was. Back in the 90s with
2: uh, uh, the. Uh, what's uh, model, lovely, uh, she beautiful, beautiful. What's her name? Sort of oh, olive really skinned,
3: bomb, yeah. um, proper 90s, iconic. Mm. Used to do daytime chat she, shows she with Des like, O'Connor. She, 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 um, oh, Mel. Mel. Mel and Sykes. Yeah, like and she'd she done the big marketing campaign mm. for the widget. Oh, okay, I didn't was, know about this. Which was cool. the system that puts into the can. So mm. you just turn mm. the can upside down yeah. and it fills it and pulls it properly. Yeah. Because, But you can still buy the two cans again. You can still buy the standard one, which is your traditional, what we get in the UK, traditional can of Guinness, mm. and then you've also got the one that's got the, the widget in it as well.
1: Yeah, and then we've got bottles and... Yeah. Yeah, you, know,
2: I
3: yeah, really I you get bottles yeah, as well. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. I think they've got like a white head on the bottle mm-hmm. as well, and, like literally. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah, this, this Guinness that in, uh, I see on holiday was...
2: was yeah, out. it's wow, very cool. That's really yeah. crazy, yeah. But going to, like, port, not just pint pouring, like you were saying there, but th- th- what you get in a tap, it, th- th- there's a bar in... Basildon, surprise, surprise, this is where I come from, and this place, I get stomach, I haven't been there for honestly 15 years, but I would get stomach aches, if I'd forgotten where I was, and then I'd order a pint, I would start getting stomach cramps, because of how they treat their, their lines, their pump lines, because they mm. just had no respect, they were dirty or whatever, mm. I'd get cramps, and it wasn't psychosomatic, because I would forget that I was in the pub drinking that beer, and then I'd get stomach cramps, and what the fuck am I doing? I forgot. I mean, you know, so-and-so. Um, so I do think like tap lines and as you oh, say, yeah. like the pubs, it does affect it. Mm. It does affect our flavour. A bit like a cask on a whiskey. Mm. Yeah. There is some latent flavour that you're going to get through, through yeah. some of those t- lines in, in different pubs. So yeah, yeah. whether or not you're going to think it's a good good pint or mm. not. Yeah. Um, so, so,
1: so. No, I was just going to say the th- the thing about Guinness is that you know, one of the reasons that I wanted it to be my number one is not just because it's great and it is great, but also because so many people love it in so many different places, mm. you know, like in Nigeria, it's like one of their biggest drinks, um, right. you know, which is just completely unexpected yeah. if you don't, if you don't know that, you know. So even though I'm talking about all the different ways that Irish people feel that they own it, that, you know, we really don't anymore. Mm. We do a bit, but like, you know, it's, it's, part of so many different cultures now Um, and i think that that's a really cool thing Mm. and i think it's quite representative of ireland you know irish people do go off and kind of you know find their own way and make places their own and guinness has kind of reflected that Mm. i think as well
2: um they've done also done the best um i was gonna say that yeah Um, really good ones and it must be great for ireland because of the money it's brought to you you know it's surely that sort of that trade and that Invention and that flavour has actually done great for the oh, Irish, you. Oh, know I massively! Mean? Yeah. So no you got what you must export, and the money that must be made off that that comes into Ireland. As a result, it's, a, you know, it's great mm. for your country. Well, it?
1: it's all. I mean, my friend Stephen works for Guinness, so I'm grateful to Guinness just for employing Stephen. Mm. Thank you, Guinness, for Stephen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Have you ever been to the Guinness storehouse? Just that say
2: that, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It is cool, First, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's like a Guinness good. museum, basically. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. My niece took me there as a birthday present maybe Yeah, it's together. cool. Yeah, yeah, you I learn about
1: cool. how they make Guinness and then they teach you how to pour the perfect pint. Wow, and, but what's really cool about it as a space is that um, the the bar where you... Fi- you basically go up the building through the tour and then the mm. bar where you finish is called the Gravity Bar and it's up really high and it's got great views of Dublin. So it's one of the most popular tourist attractions in Ireland yeah. um, and it is actually good. Like mm. yeah. I, I don't know any Irish person who's gone and, been, and not been like, oh, it is actually, it's actually quite good because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we yeah, kind yeah. of just assumed... You kind of assume it's a tourist trap yeah, or whatever, yeah, but it is yeah. actually good. Um, yeah, no, we love Guinness, and, and Guinness loves us, I think.
3: So, that's your, that's your five, mm-hmm. and, I, and I know we've got to kind of keep one eye on the time. Mm-hmm. Um, what didn't make the grade
1: that was nearly in it? Um, oh, there were loads of things. River dance. Mm-hmm. River you know dance. yeah river dance and the reason that I would have included it is because it's just I mean it comes up jokingly in so many things still all mm. the time um, and uh, it's also still like really successful people love it I mean mm. it, ha- it had a hugely successful run in China
2: God, it was mad was yeah. that, that whole thing like I remember everyone had that on VHS yeah. when that first came out we got everyone. it posted over to
1: us in America like yeah, people. People were like, "You have." I mean, Irish people went crazy. They were like, "You have <laughs> to see this! It was amazing!" And then that obviously links into Eurovision, which we were so good at for a yeah. really long time. We kept winning it, and now we can't even get into it anymore mm-hmm. because we're so shit at it. Um, but there's loads of things. I mean, there's loads of. There's so much music. There's so many books and writers. Pokes. The poets, Shane McGowan, mm-hmm. like uh, Christy Moore, mm-hmm. who is a huge like Irish folk singer, has written has written great songs but also just does really beautiful renditions of lots of British folk songs actually mm-hmm. um as well as Irish folk songs um you know there there's a lot Mary Robinson amazing woman mm-hmm. who's done amazing work for the UN and was our president here in Ireland um I don't know
0: Conor McGregor
1: Connor McGregor well controversial oh, oh, my
2: God. That, that, oh really yeah, yeah. Tell, yeah. Let's, let's, let's
1: um, talk. so uh, Connor McGregor like many Irish people who find great success, Irish people initially are like, Yes and then there's a bit of a day and turn, you know I don't
3: think that's just
1: It's not just Irish, no.
3: I think everybody was like, Who's this flamboyant kid? He's yeah. great and we're UFC obsessives, as right. is Pip. And that's kind of how we got into podcasting was listening to Joe Rogan yeah. and through what following MMA and yeah. and we watched kind of from they dot really. Yeah. As soon as he was getting on the TV, we were, you know, we mm. we, we were aware of him and it was like, this kid's good and like, and then when the math started going into overdrive, it was like, fucking hell, man, this this is this is hilarious, this is great. Yeah. And then, like anything, it gets to the point where you think, oh, mate, fucking hell, <laughs> like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think it is it is just as I think a lot of people just are built that way that. You know, you you build celebrity up, don't you? And you caught it, and you love it, and you're on board. And then you know they've got their payoff. And then you just think, we well, don't have too much of it. Yeah. You remember who you are, mm-hmm. and like, yeah. and then you kind of want to pull the rug away a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the media. Obviously, mm. they they can manipulate that, and and you know,
2: well, he's pers- come across still quite well all, all the time, hasn't he? It? It'd be interesting. So what's the so what's the Person on the, the street in Ireland saying then about Conor. Just the, depends yeah. on who you get. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you might
1: get someone who absolutely loves him, mm. like he thinks he's the best, and then you might get someone who thinks he's too big for his boots, you know. Yeah. Or you know, recently it's not just a human people vibe. didn't. Yeah,
2: we all love him, basically.
1: no, like I mean, me personally, I I have a Conor McGregor T shirt that I sleep in on a regular basis. Like I I loved his. Um, and still do his confidence, his commitment, mm. um, the hard fucking work that he puts mm. into that. He has made success for himself, yeah. and I love that. And that it's determination,
2: the, the dream that he's done as well. Yeah, uh,
1: like I, ways. you know, but I just love his belief mm. in himself, and mm. you, you know, you don't
2: see that. Too often. That, that no, he's he's orchestrated
3: is, the whole thing. Yeah. That,
2: that positivity and that foresight is, you know, there's loads of analysis on on how you foreshadow and how yeah. you think called success. Hmm. He's the shining beacon oh. of that, and uh, you know that. Incredible. If you want to take a side and, as someone, if you're one of Connor's detractors, if you tune out of you know the boasting, the, the brashness, and you listen to the fact of how he foresees things, and he's always constantly trying to project his future. Yeah. That's how, what you need to do in order yeah. to be successful. But even and just. Often to be happy, you know? taking, it doesn't have to be financially happy. Yeah. You know? Just be you know, what you want in life. Think of it first.
1: But Never even just see it. taking his training to the next level, introducing mm. different elements, mm. you know, having the belief that he could go and box you know, at all, let alone <coughs> the best boxer in the world, um, you know, but then I kind of have a bit of a hard time, he said some pretty shitty things about women, and I don't like that, mm. and I think some of the stuff he said around the Mayweather fight was ill-advised, mm. I don't think he, I don't actually think he's a racist, but like, you know, he said some stupid shit, I think yeah. it came out of stupidity or like ignorance yeah, rather he, than he was, ill-intent. It, it was ignorance, his, his Yeah, that he was trying to show that he
2: wasn't racist, and then when yeah, something, yeah. however, you're on the
3: Biggest fucking well, exactly. media platform yeah. ever. And you are a kid from, you know, from from Dublin. Yeah. And you've got the whole world's media hanging on your every word. The pressure to not fuck up yeah. and say anything. Especially when you, when you make talking. one little chink of anything... Taking a pants on it straight away.
2: My thoughts on this are a little bit like, because I had that, like there's, there's elements of, especially when Mayweather and Connor were throwing insults and stuff and they were going, oh, you're a stripper or you're a... And at that point I was like, that you... But then I had to remind myself that these two aren't the bastions of progressive thinking. Yeah. These are two guys who... Make a living out of beating Kicking each Kicking the shit like, out like, of each like, other. I'm like, not yeah. saying that means, it uh, gives them an excuse, or that they're just numbskull barbarians. They're neither, not that either. They're, they're right,
3: it's in their own right. But it's, yeah. a bit
2: like your, it's a bit like your racist granddad. Like, yeah. There's a point at which someone's, you understand that that person, it doesn't have to be tolerated, and, and, and it was, they were right to get qu- 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 questioned. It, questioned. Yeah. And I think they will maybe, hopefully learn from it. Yeah. Or other people can learn. from yeah. Not saying things like that. Because there were bits of that, where well, I like the smack talk, I was kind of like, that's just it's just it's just cheap. It was yeah, cheap. cheap, and it was it was a yeah. bit, yeah, I yeah, think I was, it was a bit sexist. I think my whole. Oh, he's no, done no, some no.
1: really gross. Yeah. Well, yeah. he said some. He's just said some really mm. gross things about women, like mm. he's. And you know, I have a hard time with that. And again, like I don't think he's a bad guy. I think no. he reflects a certain outdated way of thinking, and mm. I think it's part of his whole bravado to, you mm. know, to kind of. Talk about women, you know, mm. bitches and mm. big asses and shit mm. like that, and you're just kind of like, man, like, mm. come on, you, it's just not necessary. Mm. I think that's where where I'm coming mm. from. He could be Conor McGregor as he is and do all his shit and never talk about women mm. in a shitty way. Like he doesn't need to do that. So uh, that leaves a bad
2: taste in my mouth. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and maybe still growing. Yeah, yeah he's, I know. I think young. he
1: is. I think he is. A hundred percent. Like uh, you know, I I don't like the way, and I I wrote about this a while ago. I don't like the way the internet means that there's no room for people to be wrong ever or make mistakes ever anymore. Like, at the end of the day, we're all works in progress. We're learning all the time. And, you know, if I say something stupid, I should be able to say, oh, that was stupid. Like, thanks for telling me. Like, Mm -hmm. I know better now. And that was really fucking stupid. And I won't do that again. But now, if you do something stupid... Mm -hmm. It's like Humble how could you do yeah, that? Yeah, like you yeah, know, yeah. how did you not know? And yeah. and you know, even if you say, "Oh, I fucked up," like you're right. Like yeah. that, you know, you're still kind of not moving yeah. on. Mm. So I like I totally accept that he's growing. Mm. I'm not like Auntie Connor mm. at all. Now I'm just yeah. like I wish he'd stop doing that. Yeah, totally.
2: God, great. Because so
1: yeah. many young men look up to him.
2: Yeah, like for sure. like
1: it's a generation of young men who think yeah. he's incredible and hanging his every mm. word. And it could be really powerful actually mm. for someone like him who is this, you know. Icon of machismo to mm. to actually be really respectful mm. about women, and he does speak really like mm. nicely about his his partner, his partner D, obviously, yeah, and sure. you know, which is great. But like, he just doesn't need to do it. So yeah.
2: yeah. No, very true, it? And you shouldn't talk about your wife like it either. <laughs> he's always disrespecting Carol, aren't you? Carol, I think you're. This, I think you're fine Generally, you
3: make the inappropriate comments <laughs> about <matter> my wife. <laughs> Uh, <sighs> yeah alright well look Luke thanks yeah, loads for coming thank you. two strange thank men in a hotel room yeah, yeah, um, not at all yeah, gents and uh, it's been lovely yeah, yeah I really enjoyed really it nice. thank you and um, um, we will invariably in come back um, in the new year and we will we will hit you up and say come and eat
2: some biscuits well, we'll and some have have yeah I was just going to say can we open a, a bag of crisps and have a pint <laughs> please 100% yeah. and for everyone listening Throw us in tweeting. We will we'll get um we'll get the conversation going on Twitter. What are your things that you think Ireland's brought to, uh, brought to the world? What are your yep. gifts? What, what, it, us, what did we
3: miss? When we put this out, we'll we'll take a look at everything. So yeah, cool. Um, get chatting. Yeah. Unless you don't want anyone to talk to you. If you don't <laughs> want to, just say. I um, want
1: everyone to talk to right. me. Actually, so okay, that would yeah. be great. You thanks.
3: heard it there. Get involved. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Lou. Lo. Thank you. Bye.
2: Louise McCharry can carry herself well can't she thank you so much Louise for coming on that was episode what 27 26 Ah fucking don't know we're just smashing through them now aren't we thank you everyone um we sincerely are so grateful about how well the podcast is going and all the listeners and yeah just awesome Ireland was amazing Louise really made us feel welcome she was a very cool person and it was just great conversation that could have we could have doubled the link for that uh, podcast easy easy peasy lemon squeezy that's enough from us guys have a lovely week we will see you next week when we do part two which is the drunk cast live and f- I mean I've got ha- some sort of hazy recollection I mean it started with Shania Twain Walking out to that, and I well, I was dancing to that and getting the crowd clapping. That's where we start, and it just goes downhill or uphill, depends on your perspective. From there, so do not miss that next week. It's gonna be a whole lot of fun, and I will see you next week with my partner Stuart Whiffin Not not partner, not partner like that, Carol. Not always. Nothing happened in Ireland, all right? It's a drunken soiree in the in <laughs>